1: What's up, guys? This is the Talking the Draft podcast. I'm your host, Connor Livesy, joined by my co-host, Dalton Miller. This is not Talking the Star. It is Talking the Draft. We are the same people on Talking the Star, but we are talking a totally different thing. We are going to be talking the NFL Draft, the 2021 NFL Draft, Uh, over the next few months up until probably training camp. We're going to be talking to draft prospects. We're going to be talking about draft prospects. We're going to have a ton of information, a ton of content about the 2021 NFL Draft coming up on the Talking the Draft podcast. Uh, You can find this podcast the same way you find the Talking the Star podcast. Uh, Follow Blogging the Boys, subscribe to Blogging the Boys on all your podcast feeds. You can just surf Talking the Star or Talking the Draft. It'll both come up. Uh, We appreciate everyone following along. We're excited about the draft season. Uh, Today we are going to have on... Patrick Jones, the Pittsburgh edge rusher. Uh, we are excited to have him on. Patrick, man, what is going on?
2: Nothing much. How you doing?
1: We are doing great, man. We're excited to have you on. You're actually our first interview of the 2021 draft season. So we have a bunch scheduled, a bunch to do. But we're excited to have one of the better pass rushers in this draft class on the, on the podcast to kick it off. Uh, man, I wanted to start, you, uh, you actually went to high school, grew up not far from, from me uh, in Chesapeake, Virginia. I'm, I'm from Richmond, you're from Chesapeake. That uh, area down there in the Chesapeake, Newport News, Hampton Roads area has been a, a hub for NFL talent um, here over the last few years. Where, where did you go to high school at and kind of can you talk a little bit about your, your high school playing days and kind of what led, uh, led you to Pittsburgh? Oh yeah, so I went to
2: high school at Grassville High School in Chesapeake, Virginia, and playing high school football down there is a big deal. Like you said, it's like a football hub down there. And there's a lot of people down there that go off to college and go off to the NFL. And even some of the legends in the NFL play down there, such as Michael Vick, uh, Percy Harvin. They all from that area, so it's just it's just amazing playing football down there growing up.
1: And I know you know Pittsburgh. Obviously, you know being a you were the number one rated recruit uh, coming out of Virginia. Uh, as a defensive end when you were coming out of high school so obviously you probably had the the pick of the litter in terms of of college uh, options but what led you to Pittsburgh kind of what made you decide to make that your home over the next four or five years
2: Uh, just the staff for when I went up there I was with my parents and it just felt like the place I needed to be and I just trusted that gut feeling and I just went with it and everything worked out good
3: Yeah. So when you got to Pittsburgh, obviously uh, that's a program that's kind of pumped out, you know, a good amount of talent, you know, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, what was it like to get with a group of guys? um, You know, your your partner, Weaver, on the other side, and then you also have guys like Ford in the back end and guys in prior years. What's it like to, you know, already know guys in the league? Have you talked to any of those guys? Um, Have they given you any advice on, you know, how to to work this offseason? Or have you just kind of, you know, trusted your internal group with that?
2: Oh, yeah. I talked to everybody. I mean, some of the some of the people when I first got down there, there were some really good ball players like like for example Brian O'Neill, he plays tackle for the Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, Jordan Whitehead he played he played safety for uh for the Buccaneers. Just seeing those guys go out there and practice every day, how they approach the game and everything, it just it just inspired me to try to be like them and I kind of just follow their lead how they approach the game and I feel like they set a good example for it. And also having guys like like Paris Weave jt and all those guys playing out there with me it makes my job so much easier being out there with good players makes you want to compete and makes you want to do better
3: and speaking of players you know i I was watching your tape and it looks like you have a lot in your pass rush repertoire i saw you know you got a nice inside counter a little arm over thing that you do um you have a a a nice little hanging rip on the outside a spin move you hit um is there an inspiration, like one inspiration or multiple guys that you like to mold your game after? Um, And then on top of that, what is your favorite move to hit on a guy? Like what's the most satisfying one to hit on offensive tackles?
2: Uh, Yeah, Uh, I watch a whole bunch of guys on NFL, actually. We have like an NFL rush cut up that we watch. So some guys in particular that I really try to study, I study TJ Watt. Even though Aaron Donald's a defensive tackle, just he's really quick. So I study him too. I study how he uses his moves. I study guys like uh, Khalil Mack, uh, guys like uh, Bradley Chubb, uh, Von Miller, guys like that. Just guys like just guys that, that you can see that do the similar moves that you do. And 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 my favorite move to hit probably would be the ghost. I like the ghost move. That's probably my favorite. That's probably the most satisfying move to hit because when you when you hit it and you hit it clean, it just it's just the best feeling. When I watch your
1: tape, uh, you know I, I see a guy like you said that has multiple ways to win. You talk about the multiple ways, uh, the multiple moves you have. Uh, we cover the NFL draft. We also do also do a lot of coverage for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, a guy that plays you know defensive end for for the Cowboys, Demarcus Lawrence. His game kind of it. remind reminds me of yours <laughs> a little bit.
2: Yeah, I study his table a lot too. He, I do, I do see like a similarity the way we play. Also, uh, he, he a great player. Obviously, like my talent level is nowhere close to his yet. But just the way, just the way he does certain things, I can see myself doing stuff like that in the future too. And he's a great player to watch. Just his moves and the way he moves and the way he gets off the ball is just, is just great. Yeah,
1: and that's kind of what I see is a guy who doesn't always rely on speed. He doesn't always rely on power. He uses his technique. He can win with speed. He can win with power. But you have so many different ways to win that it's it's tough to really defend that as an offensive lineman because you you give him the you know I saw I saw I was watching your tape some more today and you know you give him the euro step cross chop you know that Demarcus Lawrence has really made famous around Dallas uh, for a while. And when you see things like that, I just I could see his game kind of bleed over into what you're you're putting on tape as well.
2: Yes, sir. Yeah, I definitely I definitely study his cross shop too. The way he does his cross job is unique, and I, I kind of studied that and worked on it a little bit. I, I hit it a couple times last season, but I, I didn't get a chance to get a sack because I got <laughs> on the same wings. Yeah,
3: that was a fun one. Uh, I picked that one up a, a couple times when I was watching you. Now, is there a, a side of the ball that you feel more comfortable rushing off of, or is it really just uh, either side?
2: Yeah, I can play play either side pretty well. But, uh, yeah, I play either side pretty well. It's really not –
3: yeah,
2: I'm comfortable on both sides.
3: And then the other thing we saw, you you use uh, the the four-point stance uh, quite a bit. I saw you also in a little bit of a two-point stance, you know, every now and then as well. Um, Is that four-point stance just more comfortable for you personally? Is that something that they taught at Pitt? Um, or, Or, you know, is that something that you saw from somebody else that you picked up?
2: Uh yeah, the four point stance. That's kind of like uh, that's something I'm really comfortable in. I like how I can get low and I can get leverage coming off the ball, and it kind of helps me propel myself and get off the line really quick. So that's that's the stance that I'm I'm I like the most. Of course, I could do different stances. So I could do three point, two point, but four point stance is my go-to stance.
1: I'm glad you mentioned that because, again, like I said, this is an NFL draft podcast, but we still do a lot of Cowboys coverage here. We had a lot of topics and debates back and forth this year because they had changed schemes in Dallas. Uh, they had went from a 4-3 you know, base scheme to a 3-4. Uh, some exotic fronts, they, they changed it around a little bit, but a player like Demarcus Lawrence, who was used to rushing with his hand in the ground from a three-point stance, went to playing in a two-point stance, and it really, I think it kind of, Maybe hurt some of his production earlier in the year because it isn't, you know, uh, it isn't a, you know, same thing. It's a different feel. It's a different, you know, you move differently that way. Can you kind of explain the differences between rushing from a four to a three to even a two point stance?
2: Oh yeah, when you're rushing on a four point stance, that's that's something that is something that a lot of people are comfortable on versus the pass because it helps you propel a lot, a lot uh, faster and stronger, and it helps you keep your leverage lower. And then the three-point stance, three-point stance is good versus the run because it allows you to read your keys more and it allows you to keep your feet more subtle and keep your feet underneath you in case there's a play like a read, read option or something that you got to squeeze down for. And the two-point stance, two-point stance, you could do anything out of two-point stance. Like The thing about two-point stance, you never know. If the d lines are in two-point stance, we could be dropping in the covers. We could be rushing off the edge. You could do a lot out of two-point stance. One more question I had for you about kind
1: of the, the role and the rush playing that you had at Pittsburgh is I saw um, on some certain certain downs and some certain distances, some certain snaps they had you almost playing like a, a roaming linebacker role. Was that is there a certain name for that role? I saw a few times where instead of you know playing on the left or the right end, you you'd almost line up as that linebacker and then they'd use you in you know that the I guess it's a, a blitz formation or a blitz uh, sort of blitz. Uh, that, that they sent you on what, what, what was that role called at Pittsburgh and kind of what was the responsibility and what was that like kind of rushing from a different unique you know setup
2: oh uh, yeah that role is called the Viper it's like it's like the uh, stand-up linebacker so in that front instead of uh, instead of having three DNs we bring in, we have a DN and two D tackles in, and then I move back to the linebacker so it helps us with our coverages and stuff more it helps us and really for when teams go in tempo, it helps us get to our third down package faster. And uh, and I actually liked it a lot. It took me a little while to get uh, comfortable with it because we didn't get that many reps of it like throughout the game. But as we started getting more reps of it throughout the season, I started to feel way more comfortable with it, and I, and I liked it a lot.
3: Yeah, and I, I saw you drop back into coverage a little bit. Is that something that you're you know looking forward to at the next level? Would you rather be a, a more traditional 4-3 type of defensive end? Uh, or, you know, would you rather play the outside linebacker role and get your hands dirty uh, on the back end a little bit?
2: Oh, I, could, I, I feel like I could play anything, anything. I mean, I like the, I like dropping the covers, of course. I, I still haven't got a pick yet, so that's something I really <laughs> want to get. But, but, yeah, I think I, I like it. I feel like I could play in the two-point, three-point, four-point, anything, just wherever the team needs me at. Good deal. So
1: I know this 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 offseason is so unique. Um, When we did this podcast last year, obviously this time last year, we didn't know anything about coronavirus when we started. You know, coronavirus kind of started in in March. So we kind of got to that point and it was still so up in the air at that point. What's this whole offseason been like for you? Um, First, I'd like to ask you, you know, there was a lot of opt outs this year in college football did you have a lot of you know serious discussions about maybe not playing this year and then i'd like for you to talk a little bit about where you're training at how that experience is like you know in a year where you're probably you know wearing a mask all the time and you can't you know work out the same way you normally would just how's this whole year been for a college football player who is now preparing for the nfl draft
2: oh yeah last year was definitely a challenge just during the season like we were in the middle of spring ball we actually uh it was spring break when we found out we could have come back. So it was like, wow, what do we do next? And then once we kinda got a hand of everything, we had to go home. I had to work workouts on my own because none of the gyms was open. Uh, the country was kinda closed for real. So that was that was that was a little different because normally you'll be working out with the team, you'll be on the schedule. So it was something I had to take in my own hands to get on my own schedule and work out with. And then uh and then towards towards the end, I mean, towards like the beginning of the season we started to get the team workouts going again because that's what they allowed us to do. And then going into the camp, it was just it was different. I mean, we had to wear masks everywhere. The only thing I can say for real, like, once everything got back to, like, kind of settled, was the workouts were different because we had to wear masks. So you can imagine how hard that is breathing in. But but other than that, everything everything was cool. You just had to be more cautious about where you were going rather than outside the facility rather than what you were doing inside the facility because we were getting COVID tested. So we knew everybody was going everybody was safe inside the facility and stuff but it was just a matter of maybe like maybe not going out on a saturday night after the game or just being careful who you're being around not being around certain people and stuff like that that was the main difference i see about the uh, about the season last year
3: and so, what is your training like right now, you know, with the, all the COVID protocols um, and things of that nature? Are, are uh, the, the private coaches, are they kind of cycling guys in and out, or are you guys going in and just kind of trying to stay as socially distanced as possible? What does that workout reg- regiment look like right now?
2: Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, the coaches the coaches down here, actually, they do a great job making sure like guys are like, there's not too big of a group. They get the group down to the right size and we still practice social distancing. We still wear our masks while we're working out. And it's pretty much just, just on the schedule. We got uh three days. So it's just it's just working out at the same time, making sure everybody's on the schedule so it doesn't mess anything up else up as far as number wise, so we all stay safe.
1: And you're I mean obviously you're you're I think you told us before we started recording, but you're at Exos in Texas, correct? Yes, sir. Do you guys have a pretty good group of guys there right now? Is it, you know, years in the past, you'd have 25, 30 different guys working out at the same time. Is that kind of the same flow this year, or is it a smaller group?
2: Well, I'd say it's probably a smaller group, probably like, probably like 10 people. Okay, yeah,
1: yeah, that is pretty small for based on previous years. Yeah. Um, well, cool man, we're, we're excited to kind of you know I know the combines somewhat up in the air and everything, but works you know the EXO's the crew always does a great job of, of getting guys ready and, and to reach kind of their ceiling as far as their testing goes. Um, do you have any you got any updates to give us you know what you're running your 40 in, your three cone? Can, can you talk about any of that yet?
2: Uh, we haven't really like got any official numbers on that yet. We just kind of been like learning techniques and stuff for as and
1: all. Do you have any goals set for yourself for testing this year?
2: Oh uh, yeah, I got I got some go- I got some numbers in my head. I got I got some numbers in my head. I'm a- <laughs> this is my favorite. This
3: is my favorite. It's my favorite part of the interview. Connor <laughs> always asks, and that's the that's probably the answer we get more than any other one. It's like I know, but I ain't gonna tell you. <laughs> I, I ain't yeah. gonna tell you what. Um, so, <laughs> what are your goals? You said you're going to the Senior Bowl. What are your goals for when you go down to the Senior Bowl? And is there a particular offensive tackle that you're looking? To kick their ass.
2: Oh uh, yeah, my goal is going out in the senior, bowl, of course I want to be the best player down there. I want to go down there and I want to show everybody what I could do, and I want to be the be- I want to go down there and be the best version of myself, and cause and just go down there healthy for the most part. Because last season I kind of played, I feel like my pass rush was limited a little bit because I played with turf toe the whole season. Oh. So, so something I really want to, uh, I really want to go down there and show everybody that that like. Show everybody the best version of myself.
3: And is there a, a are there any certain offensive tackles you really want to beat? Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a good answer. That's always a good answer. So I think my last question is: you know, you had a, a, a nice career at Pitt. Who is the 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 most difficult offensive tackle that you went up against in your career at Pitt?
2: Oh. Uh, I had to think back. Uh uh I went against some pretty good tackles. Uh
3: <laughs> I dude, the tape that I watched you this year, you went against a couple really yeah. good ones and Liam Eikenberg and Tyler Vrabel Ooh. and uh, really Jackson Carmen too. And mm. yeah, no, nah, uh
2: far as far as like O line group, I probably say uh, Clemson, and Notre Dame. They probably they probably have some really good O lines.
3: Yeah, and then obviously your your former teammate Brian O'Neill, right?
2: Yeah, Brian. That's what that's really yeah. <laughs> Brian Brian, he's a good tackle. He's a really good tackle.
3: Yeah.
1: Man, I'm I'm really like I said, I was really excited to get you on because one of my one of my favorite pass rushers in this draft class, and and I wanted to ask you kind of as we're closing things out here, when we're sitting down watching all these players, I, I know you don't sit around and, and watch tape of all these you know different guys going into the draft, but it's really not like this, you know, you don't have that Chase Young in this draft, the guy who's just the the, the dominant you know athletic freak. You have a lot of really really solid pass rushers a guy like yourself could really catapult as being one of the best ones in this draft class is when you take a look at this class, do you kind of look around and go, you know, I'm the best one in this draft class, or is it a player like yourself? Are you kind of going, what's your goal at the end of this? Is it to be the best pass rusher in the draft class? Is it to get drafted in the first round? Like, where where is a guy like yourself, where are you sitting today on what your goals are for the 2021 NFL draft?
2: Oh, yeah, of course. Like, just my competitive side in me. I want to be the I want to be the best being coming out of this draft class. I want to be the number one edge off the board, and that's that's just my personal goals. And do you have a? Uh, I
1: always like to close the question out with this, but do, do you uh, do you do you have a quarterback in the NFL that you have your kind of eyes on that you're you're waiting to hit?
2: I'm just excited. I'm just excited. Honestly, I want to hit all of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: a, that's, a, that's always a good answer too. <laughs> I know it's early in the process, but the, the last thing I do want to leave you with is, you know, it's you're going to the Senior Bowl here in a, a week or, or, I guess it's just a few weeks away. But, uh, you know, the 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 has the process started for you yet? Where teams are starting to contact you, contact your agent, kind of reach out, see where you're at, see what see what your workouts are going like. Is that started yet for you?
2: Uh yeah, so it started a little bit. We had, I had a couple teams reach out, uh, trying to trying to like talk talk to me, get to you know me, and stuff like that.
1: Are we allowed to ask if the Dallas Cowboys have been one of them? <laughs>
2: they have not. <laughs> okay, I'm not, well, not sure. I reached out to somebody, so I'm not sure.
1: Well, they just hired a new defense coordinator yesterday, so they they had to get that and straight. They had
2: to get that straight first. Yeah.
1: Well, cool, man. We do appreciate having you on. Uh, really fun interview, and we're really excited to kind of see your growth and development throughout this whole process. Uh, we're hoping that the, the Senior Bowl Senior Bowl is going to be interesting. Me and Dalton have been down to the Senior Bowl the last few years, and obviously we're not going to make it down there this year, but we're going to try to cover it virtually, and you know, the combine's up in the air. So we're hoping that everything will run smoothly and we'll, we'll, we'll be able to get some numbers because we really do enjoy your tape. We really do like all that, so we can't wait to kind of finish out our grading process on you and, and see you be one of the best defensive ends in this draft process. So we're excited to see you grow, and uh, hopefully, we'll be able to have you back on in the future and talk some more.
2: Yes, sir. I appreciate that.
1: Yes, sir. This was Patrick Jones, Pittsburgh edge rusher, one of the top pass rushers in this draft class. Thanks so much, Patrick, for coming on. Thanks so much, everybody, for listening, and we'll see you guys next time on the Talk in the Draft podcast.